Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ladies and gentlemen, happy, happy Friday. Here comes the weekend. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. It's 8.07. Your time check's brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always... Finally made it. Love the sound of the drums. That means the weekend is here. Top story, border battle continues. Uh, Greg Abbott, though, the governor of Texas, enjoying a whole lot of support and backup from Republican governors all over the country. We'll dig into that in a little bit. But first, we have Gun Owners of America, Florida State Representative Luis Valdez joining us. Luis, good morning and happy Friday. Good morning and happy Friday, and I wish I had good news, but it ain't good news. Yeah, um, and, and we chatted a little bit about it, or uh, you and Greg. Senate Bill 270 uh, introduced, it basically, I'll, I'll give the simple thing, it restricts gun use in so-called residential areas, uh, what we'd call maybe a backyard shooting range type scenario. So first of all, let's start here. Who introduced this bill? The Democrats, of course, introduced this bill. But yet it got enough traction and and enough Republican support to where it made it out of committee. And that so irritates me when an open carry bill that a bunch of people claim they're all for, including the governor, but it never makes it out of committee. What's so good or special the Democrats think about this bill that it deserves this kind of debate and possible vote? Well, to to me... Direction. The bill hasn't made it out of committee. It is being heard in committee gotcha. this coming week. That's that, but that's still the you have a Republican supermajority in the House and the Senate. So the House Speaker and the Senate President they have uh, dictatorial control to assign what bill goes to what committee. They whisper in each committee. Uh, uh, chairperson's ear and says, you're going to bring up this bill, you're not going to bring up that bill. So the fact that you have an anti-gun Democrat-drafted bill being brought up in committee when a pro-gun bill like open carry isn't in of itself is shocking and appalling. But here's the reason why. That bill is going to specifically die in committee so the Republican lawmakers can campaign and say, look, we killed an anti-gun bill. Look what we did. And then they will use that as a flag wave for their political campaigns to say, we're pro-gun. Meanwhile, 
it's all been swept under the rug how open carry was never even allowed to be voted and debated on in committee. And since open carry was never brought up, there's no recorded vote and no recorded vote. These Republican lawmakers get to keep claiming that they're pro-gun. And yet, you know, the governor and others, you know, tout about this free Florida and how free we are here. You know, uh, you know, we didn't have massive lockdowns for very long and the economy uh, still continued to do OK, at least during covid when other states absolutely were abysmal. So, you know, the leadership of the governor through that is good. But don't go crazy touting how free Florida is when I know you have brought up on the show several times that we don't even rank in the top 20 states as far as freedoms go related to firearms and gun rights and the right to bear arms. You got that right. And that's that's the thing. They keep touting that Florida is the freest state in the nation, that, oh, Florida, you can do this in Florida and you can't do that in other states. Well, here's the honest truth. No. Florida is not the freest state in the nation. We're one of the few states that doesn't have a state income tax. Yeah, that, that's the truth. Uh-oh. Cell technology. We're getting your, your signals going out. Sorry about that. No. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. I was saying, you know, they tout that Florida is the freest state in the nation. but And we are one of the few states that doesn't have an income tax, but we make more by regulating and feeing and taxing everything else. Uh, we're an extremely authoritarian state in its nature in terms of what you can and can't do. There's a law in the books for everything. Um, so, no, the idea that Florida is free is kind of like make-believe. There's a lot of work that gets put into making people believe things when it's not the case. And the most evident fact of that is our gun rights. There are some Democrat states out there that have better gun rights than Florida. Yeah, I mean, really, and that that is a big deal. Uh, and if I can just throw some stuff out there, when the open carry bill was, you know, first designed or whatever, um, they there's a thing where you would have open carry on college campuses. I have a sneaking suspicion that a lot of... Big influencing type people, big donors, and just universities and their boards themselves would not be happy with that. Um, but you could rectify or change. You brought this up on the show that, you know, if it gets, you know, into committee and out of committee, you can make changes on these bills. And, you know, the House and Senate, uh, you know, can can morph and change the bill. But. We'll never even see that take place because they shoot it down, for lack of a better term, before it even has a chance. Of course. Our our organizational policy is we always reach for the brass ring. So when we were helping uh, Representative Beltran draft that bill, we put everything that we wanted in. Part of that is campus carry for universities. It's a very simple fact. Uh, some of the most crime-ridden areas in our states are university campuses because they're gun-free zones. You can look at Tallahassee as a prime example of that. Half the city is a university campus, and the city has a horrendous crime rate compared to larger cities because the criminals know, hey, all of my victims are unarmed. But other states have campus carry on their universities, and it's not a problem. But as you said it best, you know, Part of committee, part of debate is that bills get 
introduced, they get modified, things get added, things get subtracted, things get whittled, and that is the way the sausage is made. But the fact that you have a Republican supermajority that even refuses to bring up the bill for debate to where things can be added and removed from it just shows you where they truly stand on this. And and let's go back to the bill that we initially were talking about. The Senate Bill 270 restricts gun use in residential areas, backyard shooting range type thing. Um, And and so is there anything good uh, about this bill? Is there there anything that that can make sense about this um, uh, bill at all? And what do they consider residential areas? Like anywhere where people live at all? Like your subdivision, for instance? Yeah. Private property. So right now, under state law, it is illegal for you to shoot on your own property if there is a residential dwelling or structure within one acre of you. So basically, if you live out in the sticks, if you live in rural Florida and you got five acres, 10 acres, 50 acres, 100, look, you could set up your own little private backyard range, set up, you know, as long as it's built properly, you have a backstop, you don't have over travel, all of that, and you could have a shooting range. But what they want to do is they just want to flat-out outlaw the ability for people to have private ranges in the state of Florida. And they, they, the state, you have Democrat lawmakers that are saying, no, you cannot do what you want to do on your private property. Hmm. So this becomes really clearly a rights issue in terms of property, a property rights issue as well as... A firearm and Second Amendment issue. It's a backdoor Second Amendment, uh, a Second yeah, Amendment issue. That's what they of, do. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. The anti-gunners are like rust; they never sleep. Gun owners of America, Florida Rep. Louis Valdez, always appreciate your input, sir. Thank you, gentlemen. All right, and we'll talk to you soon. And good luck in Tallahassee. And that's where he is, and he's going to speak about it uh, to the lawmakers. And we'll see what happens there. It's 816 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy, happy weekend. Yeah, we've got a lot to talk about, including Joe Biden in 2007 versus today on a very important subject that, well, actually involves the story of the day. That's coming up next on 97.3 The Sky. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Dana Show. If the DOJ doesn't move on this, then you got to start impeaching. Now, 10 p.m. night. And all of a sudden, 24 becomes not just about the end of America, but also like the end of all the systems that would protect us from all the people who would weaponize them further. On 97.3, the sky. Good morning and happy Friday. It is 822. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Your time check? That's brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Locally, big happenings. Hogtown goes downtown. Yeah, the Hogtown Fair is going to be at Depot Park this year. Uh, Downtown area or close to downtown and that's saturday and sunday free admission so sounds fun might want to take advantage of that all right the big issue of the day the big story of the day has to do with the border in general but specifically the battle between Hmm. the federal government under joe biden and texas and texas authorities and the governor there now you've got republican governors across the u.s standing with texas against the feds then you've got a Democrat who's been around the block a few times, and this Senator, John Tester, yes. been around. He's called for the Biden administration to secure the southern border now that he faces a tough re-election battle. Oh, that explains it. After doing nothing for years. Yeah. So now, all of a sudden, he's saying things like, we know the drug cartels are taking advantage of these gaps in our border security to traffic drugs and people across the border. That needs to stop. Did he uh-huh. just now get the memo on that? Yeah. Wow. And I don't think you can. I I don't think that the Democrats will be honest brokers in any kind of a deal. No. Do it. Do everything as a standalone bill. What's wrong with that? Don't hide behind other issues. You want to fund Ukraine? Standalone bill. You want to fund Israel? Standalone bill. You want border security? Standalone bill. Absolutely. The Trump, but the. The Trump administration had it to where we had a secure border. But you know what? I don't know that all the Democrats know that. Hmm. If they just go to their regular old CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS uh, outlets, New York Times, they, they might really not know the whole story, honestly. And you know how everything works on the Internet now. It picks up on whatever your little niche thing is and amplifies it through sending you the same kind of related material. So you, you never get like information from the quote-unquote other side if you want to look at it that way. I'm going to... Greg's going to p- play you a soundbite. And because, well... Many of you might have heard it already. This is from 2007. You probably think this is a staunch conservative Republican... But it's not. Would you allow these cities to ignore the federal law regarding the reporting of illegal immigrants and, in fact, provide sanctuary to these immigrants? The reason the cities ignore the federal law 
is the fact that there is no funding at the federal level to provide for the kind of enforcement at the federal level you need. Pick up the New York Times today. There's a city not far across the river from my state that imposed a similar sanctions. And what they found out is, as a consequence of that, their city went in the dumps, in, in the dumpster. Stores started closing. Everything started to happen. And they changed the policy. Part of the problem is you have to have a federal government that can enforce laws. This administration has been fundamentally derelict in not funding any of the requirements that are needed to even enforce the existing law. So, Senator law. Biden, yes or no, would you allow the cities to ignore the federal law? No. Who's this, who's this, who's this guy talking? That was Senator oh. Joe Biden. Wow. I know. You can tell Man. the way in which he delivers words is quite a bit different than... Uh, uh, how he does it now. So mm. I don't know that there's a lot of argument there about cognitive decline. Oh, oh, that's right. The Dems have to accept that. But what they've done is conflate Donald Trump mm-hmm. with Joe Biden. He said, well, they're both old guys who get their you know words tangled up. Yeah, not so much. But you know, it's more than the whole cognitive thing because he sounds like a conservative there. We've heard clips of him talking about leaving nobody behind when you're pulling out, you know, when you're when you're pulling troops out of a country. We we leave no man behind. Uh, same guy as this guy. Oh, uh, what about crime and punishment? Oh, three, three strikes, you're out. Man, all of that. Hunter would have been in prison for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah, same guy. basically. But who do we have now? Yeah, Joe Biden uh, sold his soul. It's pretty obvious. So that's him, mm. you know, on the border, border security in sanctuary cities. In the year 2007, uh, 15 years ago. And, yeah, you need more funding for enforcement. And it's true what he said, and it is true that both parties um, let the ball, you know, drop or let it lapse as far as the border goes. Because in 1986, under Reagan, it it was signed into law. This whole new way of dealing with immigration and the border and all that. It was all solidified in that law. It's just they slowly but surely, drip by drab, you know, kind of unfunded it, didn't pay for it, didn't secure the border anymore, didn't have penalties for employers that were hiring uh, illegals. Mm-hmm. And here we are now. Yeah, what a mess. Going over the same exact issues. It's, it is. It is like um, Groundhog Day. Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. Donnie, you're on the air. Morning, Bob. You can see the talking point for the Democrats and the media. I've been working on it a few weeks now that Republicans don't want to give Biden the win on fixing the border. And then when Donald Trump weighs in with his special kind of language and says, if we don't have a perfect bill, we should reject it. Um, that plays right into everybody's hands when the reality is for three years, they came in and created this problem, and now they're going to run on that Republicans don't want to fix it because it'll be giving Biden a win. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're onto something there. Now, I, I'm telling you, there are a lot of Democrat voters, I guarantee you, don't know even the short story history of the border, that Trump got it secured, that did a deal with Mexico. Uh, And he did it via executive order, and they probably don't know that Joe Biden undid it all via executive orders. His first day, literally his first day as president right after he got sworn in. I'll bet you there's a lot that don't, they just don't know that, and they'll argue with you, even though it's absolute uh, concrete fact. 
829 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Still got a ton of stuff to talk about. More headlines on the way. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. America stands with our ally Israel. War. The battle for the future of the Middle East. The fight against terrorism in Israel. There's no justification for terrorism. Get breaking news on the sky. The hostage is released. From the river to the sea means there is no Israel. Hear about it first. A ceasefire would be a benefit to Hamas. Rape pregnant women. That's who Hamas is. Attacks on American personnel. Backed by Iran. Talk about it now. We have a lot of things to say. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Stay on top. All the headlines I need when I listen. At the top. It's important to know about the things that are going on around you. That could actually affect your daily life. News. At the top. Every hour. The news I care about. The news station. News talk. 97.3. The Sky. Wow, memories that take you back to 1984. I can see him playing keyboards in that video can't you why do you have to bring that up i i know it's a i know, too soon one of the greatest guitar players of all time i know but on a synthesizer type come on man it, it was it was just a phase it ain't right just i'm went, just telling you it they, ain't right they just went through a phase it's 8 36 you're tuned to the bob rose show greg cassidy is here good morning welcome i'll be careful if you're out on the roadway still a lot of wet roads slick it's Friday. People have things on their mind, and and just uh, be vigilant. Head on a swivel, as, I, as I've always told my kids. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. What? Said 2024 will be very, very good for the economy. That doesn't sound like her. Very, very good. Now, that's the old baseball been very, very good <laughs> SNL. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Exclusive interview ABC News mm-hmm. did with the U.S. Treasury Secretary. You know, the one that she's hard of hearing. Excuse me? That's why her name's Yellen. Oh. But they, I guess they forget that she's kind of blind, too. Because she didn't see what coming, Greg. Uh, Bidenomics inflation? Inflation. Ding, 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 ding. That is the she correct answer. See it she didn't see it coming. Snuck right up on her. She got some new bifocals now. Oh, good. That helps. Yeah. Maybe. With the economy looming large in the 2024 election, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said Thursday that she sees no reason for a recession this year and insisted consumers are turning more optimistic about their finances they are huh well there are some consumer numbers that indicate some positive stuff but it's really a lot of it's mixed and and i do have to say that people's mindset does have an impact on the economy oh yeah their mindset also controls to some extent well their their spending their desire to spend or in this case their Forced spending. What I mean by that is inflation has driven up uh, prices yep. so that more and more Americans are carrying greater and greater credit card debt. Mm-hmm. The credit card debt is something that you want to try to minimize, maybe eliminate if you're in a, a position, try to put yourself in that position. It's not always tenable or doable for families, especially when you're raising kids. I know, been there, done that. 
But with the interest rates being what they are, credit card debt can really have a devastating effect, a cumulative effect on families. I don't think that that will lead to greater consumer confidence. That's my thought on that. But I'll take positive news, even if it is an overly optimistic approach. She says, I think 2024 is going to be a very good economic year. And look, we just had the growth in uh, GDP. Mm-hmm. That was, what, like 3.3%, I want to say? Uh, look, uh, the forecasters had it much lower than that. Right. They were saying like 2 whatever. Yeah, and it's not where we need to be uh, more the 4% range. But, it, again, that could be could be a good sign. Mm-hmm. Consumers and households feel confident enough about their own personal financial situation and about economic outlook to be spending in a way that's creating jobs, creating growth, and is providing them with the income uh, to go on doing that. So I see no oh. reason why that can't continue. Can I counter that just a little bit? Feel free. They're spending more because they have to. I I, I thought I kind of but mentioned I'm, that. But I'm saying it's not frivolous spending. They want to keep acting like we're out just Forced. using our credit cards to because we're buying what. No, people are using credit cards because sometimes they don't have the cash to buy the things they need every day. Yeah, that's 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 basically I mean, what I was trying to convey. That it's forced spending. Yes, and when you have wrong. the basics of life. Yeah. That have to be sustained, like food. Yeah, Hello? yeah. That is not an extravagance. No. I'm going to feed my kids today. Wow, aren't they spoiled? Yeah, and I put it on a credit card. They a lot of times they have to, and that's why credit card debt has gone up. And when you put on top of that high interest rates, yeah. that has a devastating effect. And if you were in the Biden administration, wouldn't you be out right now saying, "Hey, people feel good." So that if you don't, you feel like you're the only one. And you want to convince people the economy is great. Vote for Joe. Yeah, I mean, of course they're going to try to paint a rosy picture. It's already worked. And the media has a lot to do with that. It's already worked. There's a lot of people that are going to vote for Joe Biden who will tell you that the economy's fine. For whatever reason, they don't feel the pinch in the same way. Or they won't admit to it. Or they're in denial. And there are even people, and I'm not making this up, that think that the border issue for the Republicans is not a winning issue because it's totally exaggerated. That That's what they think, that, that it's exaggerated. Doesn't matter if you tell them over 70,000 Americans per year for the past two and a half, three years, over 70,000 Americans have died because of fentanyl overdoses and fentanyl poisoning. That all comes from the southern border. If you tell them that America's number one in child pornography and, and, and child sexual slavery and all that and human trafficking, they'll say, well, it's always been that way. Hmm. They, they really, it does not resonate with them, the crisis level that we're at, and they think the Republicans are exaggerating it to win an election. They really... And, and I don't think there's anything you can say to those people. We just have to hope that that is a 30% group of the populace or less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we at least have to reach out and make sure that, you know, so-called independents are getting some information that's correct. Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. Tom, you're on the air. Hey, guys. Uh, 
this is something that I, I, I thought about, and I thought about this weeks ago, and I forgot to bring it up, and I forgot to research it myself, but I'll throw it out there for you. You probably can find out what's going on. Now, when you go into Publix and you have shrinkflation, and the other day I went in and bought some 409 when I was cleaning the house up for spring cleaning, and it was probably two-thirds the size of the previous bottle, and it was a little bit more expensive. When they're doing inflation numbers, I'm wondering if it's per unit. So when you have a bottle of 409 that has significantly less ounces of the product, probably maybe six ounces less, and it's costing the same amount or maybe just a little bit more, they say, oh, well, inflation is going down. Well, it absolutely is not going down because as the product that we're getting gets shrunken down, but you have the same unit for that price, it's kind of tricking you into thinking that inflation is coming down because I am getting crushed at the supermarket and in general. And when they say inflation is coming down, I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh, so anyway, just throw it out there. Love to hear what you guys think. Now, I, I think your point is brilliant because we all agree that they have repackaged and shrunk products. Oh, yeah. It would be interesting to know when they talk about inflation, the price of this. Now, in some things, they are measured like a pound of ground beef is a pound. Right. But in any other, like you said, a unit or whatever, um, and that fluctuates, they shrink it down mm-hmm. and they go, well, yeah, there's no inflation, but they already <laughs> jacked up the price. Yes. Because it's cumulative. They already jacked it up 14% over the last two years. And then, let's say over the last six months, they shrunk the size of the product. So they returned it back to, say, its initial price. They'd say, look, inflation is going down, but it's not. I I think that's a brilliant point. And when he said 409, Mm -hmm. he went to purchase his 409 product. Basically, I think if I did the math right, he walked out of there with a 285. Oh, wow. He's been robbed. (laughs) Davis Gainesville, Chevrolet Skylines this time. Skipper, you're on the air. Hey, guys. As always, appreciate what you do. And um, just want to mention, isn't GDP figured on dollars? And in dollars, uh, doesn't that, does that take into account for inflation? So the GDP could grow up, go up, but it's simply because we're spending more for the same product. Or is that not right? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. What the figure out how all that was phrased and- after eight o'clock you know <laughs> my brain power gets diminished just like 409 Here, here's- goes to a 285 i go from a a 10 cylinder jag engine Ooh. to a six cylinder hey easy analogy how big was a box of cereal when you were a kid and what are they now i mean that's just one that we see every day they you know? just seemed larger to us because we sat lower <laughs> at the kitchen table because we were little. Well, but look, open anything like a box of cereal right. or anything in a bag. How much of it is air? There may be some settling of contents. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've read Remember the, that one? I Remember that one? Did you read too? the box, too? I read the disclaimer. That's how we became broadcast announcers. That's right. We would read the box of cereal out loud <laughs> to anybody who would listen. And some had records on the back. Remember those? Hey there. Yeah. Hey, hey there. Everybody. Was it the Archies? It probably hey, was. sugar, sugar. Oh, honey, honey. <laughs> 846 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here, and the sing-along continues next <laughs> on 97.3 The Sky. Afternoons at 3. The story of Florida is phenomenal. Sean Hannity. No state income tax, better infrastructure, and their budget is less than half of that of New York State. How is that even possible? On 97.3 The Sky. 
The sun is coming out. Good times ahead. Happy weekend. Happy Friday, my friends. You are tuned to The Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy, where we can make doom and gloom sound like fun and frivolity. And let me tell you something. That ain't easy. Don't try it at home. You can't do it. You'll hurt yourself. It's 8.50, 10 minutes till 9 o'clock. I'm Bob Rose. Greg Cassidy is here. Uh, thanks for tuning in and joining us. Uh, candidate for Alachua County Commissioner Brandon Kuttner will be joining us in the studio coming up here in about, what, 15 minutes? Yes. All right. In the green room. A lot of things going on. Border battle continues. Bunch of governors, Republican, of course, lining up behind Governor Abbott, backing him. And so, uh, as the feds, well... They all get together, and they all get along fine on the ground level. Mm-hmm. So higher-ups, like, you know, at the Biden-Mayorkas level, oh. where, the, where the clown show uh, is really out of hand. So you know, we'll continue to follow that. <clears throat> and then there's some things that, again, make you scratch your head. Unions and Democrats have always been kind of attached to each other, for as long as I can remember. Oh, yeah. But the Democrat Party has really morphed into a you know a far left marxist kind of a party and under especially the Biden administration he's really made life good for a lot of people the problem is the people he's made life good for yeah are chinese uh, that's the problem that's a problem yeah case in point and i won't go through the whole thing Electric vehicles. Biden is going to push. He has the mandate. Mm-hmm. You have to buy an electric vehicle, and you can only sell electric vehicles after a certain year. Completely short-sighted, idiotic. But what makes it worse is it's not like American workers are going to be the beneficiaries of this changeover, switchover. Not at all. In fact, the automobile industry is going to be headed straight down the toilet, and it will be flushed into the dustbin of history if Joe Biden continues to be in power. So for the life of me, I can't understand why the United Auto Workers president, Sean Fain, is supporting a Trump candidacy. You mean Biden? Uh, Yeah, why isn't he supporting Uh, a Trump candidacy? That's what's in your brain, because that's what he should be doing. Even, now, this came out yesterday, but or the day before, and then yesterday it came out that the president of the UAW, United Auto Workers, Mm -hmm. said he knows that a great majority of American union workers uh, will not vote for Joe Biden, and he said, and he knows a lot of them, the vast majority will vote for Donald Trump. Vast majority. Yeah. And you're supposed to represent these guys and gals. Well... So you endorsed the wrong candidate? Absolutely, he he did, and and I'm not I I for the life of me I can't I don't understand why, unless there's some other behind the scenes kind of a schmooze deal. But if you're representing an industry like the automobile wow. industry in the United States, you yeah. get union dues from these people who work mm-hmm. at these jobs. These jobs are going to go away, and they're going to go away much much faster. If Joe Biden gets a second term, why in the world would you align yourself with somebody who has already not not covertly said, you know, we need to do away with this? He shouts it from the rooftops all the time. How do you go? How do you? But how do you do? How do you justify that in a twenty-four hour span? 
Well, it, how do you do that? It, there's a disconnect, clearly, between union leadership and what the union members want. I guarantee you, union members want to be able to keep their jobs. Mm-hmm. And they have to know that Biden has already spelled disaster for them. Yeah, he said, the majority of our members are going to vote with their paychecks. They're going to vote for an economy that works for them. They're going to vote for a president. When you look at these two presidents, the choice is very clear about which one stands up with the working class and stands up with labor and which one stands with the billionaire class, and that's his base. Now, is he talking about Biden? He, he can't be talking about Trump when he says the billionaire class. Yeah, Trump might be in that class. But that's not who, that's not who he's that's looking not his out people. for. No, not at all. Fain's remarks came immediately after he announced the UAW was endorsing Biden for re-election this year against Trump, despite the White House's green energy agenda that would crush the American auto industry. Amazing. Yeah. Biden's record on trade with China has also been in stark contrast to the interest of American workers. This year, Chinese auto uh, makers are hoping to flood the United States market with cheap, subsidized EVs to sell Americans. Wow. Just incredible. Now, the Teamsters union president, Sean O'Brien, met with Trump uh, not too long ago. It was actually before the Iowa caucuses. But hasn't decided, he hasn't decided to endorse anybody yet, officially. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Hey, the 9 o'clock stretch is coming up, and so is candidate for Alachua County Commission. Brandon Kuttner will be with us in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. going to make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution. Haley. I'm not going to pull out because somebody wants to be coronated. Sleepy Joe. I'm proud you have my back. Let me just say I'm honored to have your back. The Sky is the station for election 2024. The most unbelievable election cycles. The latest breaking news. It is time for us to unite. This is a critical moment. Clean up a broken border. Scare the hell out of the terrorists. Your 2024 election headquarters. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.